Hey, tourpreneurs, it's Mitch Bach. And just a quick note before we begin today's episode, Tourpreneur is currently sponsored by Google. We're thankful for their support of our community, and we are offering with them a completely free course helping you unlock the power and potential of Google's Things to Do program, which is specifically helping tour operators add their tours to Google in new ways that gives you new exposure and more direct bookings. To learn more, go to tourpreneur.com slash Google. And as always, show notes, more resources, links to our newsletter, our business coaching community, and so much more are available on tourpreneur.com. Now to the episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Checkfront, the booking platform trusted by over 5,000 tour and activity operators around the world. You can start your own free 21-day trial over at Checkfront.com. Welcome to the Tourpreneur Podcast. Travel industry veteran Shane Whaley will take you on a journey with fellow tourpreneurs, sharing their tips, ideas, insights, and success stories to inspire you to make your tour business the best it can be. And now, please welcome your host, Shane. Welcome to Tourpreneur at Arrival, presented by Checkfront. We are joined by Matthew Newton, a man who has many hats in our space. Welcome to Tourpreneur. Thank you. First of all, I want to thank you for running an excellent Facebook group that I urge all of our listeners to join up to. How long has that Facebook group been going? It started about four years ago, Kelsey and I together. Yeah. It's, it's grown to about 11,000 operators. Yeah. Uh, as you can imagine, there's a lot of people who come in there trying to sell stuff. So we're up to about 2,000 people been banned, actually, from the really? group. Yeah. Lots of people just... Uh, Forget that Facebook's a social network, right? So the idea of Operators United is to come in and share your problems and ask questions and all that sort of stuff and leave the selling your destination to one side. Most people get it and it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I learn a lot because when when I joined the group, as I've said often on the show, I've never run my own tour business. So I'm really curious and very keen to learn about what it's like on the other side. When I I read the questions, the majority of the questions that are posted on, on your group, I learn a lot from from the problems that people are posting and then the solutions. It's great to see the community come together offering advice. There's a lot of people on there who have very interesting opinions. Yes. Right? And to see to see people having their assumptions and values challenged, right? So you would have seen the other day on the group, some guy came in complaining about OTAs. I saw that. And you how, handled that very well. And, and the greediness of OTAs and stuff like that. And... Having the perspective, like multiple different perspectives on this industry, I'm just like, uh, I disagree, right? Yeah. And so he had a lot of fire come back his way, and I think it opened his eyes as to sometimes we fall into lazy assumptions, right? We yeah. forget that everyone's trying to make a go of this industry. Pretty much everyone is passionate about the industry and they really care. Yeah. So, how long have you been in the tools and activity space for? Since about 2009, in some way. So, right. I used to work for an SEO agency in Australia called ROI. And they're a generalist agency, but they put me in the tours and hospitality section. And that's how I learned about marketing. And I just noticed there were some really specific things that people were doing right and people were doing poorly. One thing that's amazing that I didn't anticipate about working at a marketing agency is that you have access to... So I was managing 60 accounts at one time, right? Wow. So this was, I was like thoroughly overloaded. Yeah. But I had access to 60 analytics accounts, that means, right? It was like being inside the matrix. Can you imagine having... 
as a tool operator, imagine having access to the, the books of 60 operators, seeing how much they pay for every single thing, seeing how much they make for every single thing. It's kind of like that from a marketing perspective. So I learned very quickly like what makes a website effective, for example, what marketing, what SEO tactics work and don't work and all that sort of stuff. When I finished that, that's I guess that was the genesis of Tourism Tiger. I, just, I decided to just take all that knowledge and put it into one platform and, and that's how I got started with Tourism Tiger, which is the website company that I started way back. Yeah, that was the start of my journey. Well, Tourism Tiger, we mm. actually owe a, a lot of thanks to because it was an article or a blog post on Tourism Tiger that was written by Alice right. of Flying Bike in right. Asheville because they worked with you, you built their site, and right. she wrote this article about her first 12 months in business, which was a really fascinating article. And then I called her out the blue. I said, I've read your blog post. Right. I've got this idea for a podcast. Do you think you would listen to it? And she was very enthusiastic. So had I not read that blog post, you and I probably wouldn't be sat here chatting about tours and activities on the podcast today. Some of the highest impact blog posts on Tourism Tiger's website have been blog posts written by tour and activity operators. Yeah. And I don't think operators themselves realize how valuable their voice is. And that's part of the reason why I love this show because it's too easy. Like, it's very, very easy to get someone from Peak to say yes to an interview, right? Because of course, they want to promote themselves, you know, we yeah. want to promote ourselves everywhere, et cetera, et cetera. But you're, if, as an attorney operator, your voice is insanely valuable. There's a blog post, another blog post on Tourism Tiger, which is uh, multi-day tours, how to get the elusive first customers. And I've had multiple people I've spoken to who just basically ran the playbook in that blog post and has changed their lives. And, and my wife is included in that. Yeah. And so obviously Alice and Torin, I really appreciate, you know, they gave us a nice, really, really nice shout out on episode one of your podcast too, right? Which is the so, most popular episode. It's, it's, it's yeah, funny, with those who aren't familiar with it, yeah. but episode one, because everyone goes back to episode one, right. and it terrifies me because that's the first go. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the first tour you lead. It's like this unfortunate fact of podcasting that the episode one is always the most popular one. Yeah, so. but they're, they're great guests because they Perfect. are my avatar. When yeah. I'm recording the show, that's right. who I'm thinking about. I'm right. not thinking about the big, massive tour operators out there. I'm thinking yeah. about Alice and Torin uh-huh. and all of our other guests who have been yeah. on about you know what problems are they facing, what challenges are they needing to overcome. And certainly when it comes to marketing, because as you know, there's so many people out there that I call empty suit gurus who talk the talk, but mm-hmm. don't back it up. And right. you know what I, what I like about Tourism Tiger, I spoke to, to several members of your company, that you speak the language of tours and activities, which is quite rare in marketing. I'm very, very sensitive to... Uh, <laughs> Carrie, can you edit that out, please? <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's too easy to slip into BS. I kind of developed an internal framework of how to communicate in a way that people actually find industry. And one of the things is be specific, right? Yeah. Like talk about actual relevant problems. So a lot of people have a tendency to want to talk about, oh, let's talk about trends with millennials or trends with Chinese. And millennials are fantastic. Chinese great, right? Chinese food is great. Chinese language is great. Chinese people are great, right? But the reality is a day-to-day tour activity operator, they have much more pressing problems than to read about general industry trends. So I think it's, it's, it's very interesting to stay in touch with people just by talking to quite regularly the tour and activity operators. Our, our biggest win we felt with CheckFront is customers being able to book online and not have to make that phone call to us and they can just navigate our website, go through your interface and just book directly with us. Once we get into it and once they, once they see all the system can do, the, it's, uh, it's quite funny because you kind of see the, 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 the world open behind them before them and they're like, oh my God, and I can send emails and I can manage how many people come and I can check them in. I'd recommend using CheckFront because it's simple, it's straightforward, it's easy to use, and most importantly, there are never any problems. Could you share with us, because you obviously look at a lot of tour websites, activity websites, what are some of the mistakes that you see 
people make it when it comes to their websites? The biggest mistake is mentality. So many of the mistakes that you see are driven from the same core fundamental error of thinking, which is you forget what it's like to come and look at a company for the first time. And I would really encourage people just to get away every now and then and book tours and activities and put yourself and just pay a lot of attention to how you're searching. Because nearly every website I go to, it's not ridiculously and clearly obvious what it is they do. So if I go to a tour and activity description page, I should be able to understand everything that's included and have all of my objections overcome without reading any words on your page just by looking at your photos. I, I don't want to sit there reading paragraphs of text. Give yeah. me, what well, we, we always call it a snack pack. Just give me the basic summary of how much it costs, when does it run, who is it for, what's included. Duration, yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. I always say to people, imagine if you went to search for airfares on Expedia.com, right? And you search, and the first thing that comes up is they tell you what the check-in process is going to be like. And they start telling you about the food. And you're like, guy, I don't care about that stuff at this moment. I'm actually just looking for prices. Thank you very much. It's weird. Like, we understand that fundamentally when it comes to booking an airfare. Booking tools and activities is very similar as well. Like, people have basic filters they need to get through before they're even willing to invest time into learning about your company. What's the best piece of business advice anyone's ever given you? The, the best business concept that I've learned has come from an entrepreneur called Dan Norris, who he's written a ton of books. But Josh Oakes is actually someone who's communicated this in a, in a really great way for the tour and activity space. And that is, he learned that business got easy when he finally created the product that was difficult to compare with others, if that makes sense. So he says, like, if, if you have a product where it's easy to like, compare apples with apples, you've already lost the game. And with my wife's tour company, we've seen, she's seen that, right? She's put out tours where she, you can actually Google and compare it to other companies and then be like, oh, why is this one $260 a day, right? But the ones that have succeeded off the charts for her are the ones where you have no hope of finding another experience like that. Like that, yeah. Yeah, it's the Absolutely. only one. And as soon as you get, as soon as you, you start being sort of, you know, it's a purple cow strategy from Seth Godin. It's, it's one of the fundamental principles of, a, of successful business is... Is the, this is a question of value proposition and whether you have something that generally does stand out and the way you can answer that question like you know when you have something that stands out not because you think it does when the market responds yeah. when, it, when marketing suddenly starts feeling really easy that's when you know yeah brilliant well our time is up but I feel I can speak Damn, to you for I a lot talk, longer so I'd I talk love too to much. come back on the show right we need, yeah, to, we need I, to do the, the full hour with you yeah it'd be great Fantastic. Yeah. So just for people who aren't familiar, your mm. Facebook group is called? Tour Operators United. And I will add a link to that in the show notes. That'd be so amazing. Get people. And I really urge everyone who listens to Tour Operator to, to sign up to the Facebook group. A Absolutely. lot of value on that. Just don't spam your tours and attractions and destinations, because <laughs> right? Matthew will be after you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Torpreneur podcast. Be sure to visit torpreneur.com to join the conversation and access the show notes, including links to the resources mentioned on today's episode. This is Torpreneur.